Are we having a party here? I don't know. Welcome to Polishing Profits. Join our three industry experts boasting 140 years of experience as they unlock building service contracting secrets that can revolutionize your business. And welcome to Polishing Profits. Ed's looking over his shoulder at the list we're going to read. Say hi, Ed. <laughs> yeah, Greetings and salutations. Hi, Ed. Sharon, would you like to greet the listening audience? Hi, Ed. Yes. <laughs> we're all comedians, and yes, we didn't quit our day jobs. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm Mark. We're going to move forward. Yeah, really. We're on part well, actually, two here. Actually, the truth of the matter is we yeah. really did leave our day jobs. <laughs> <laughs> you know? When was the last time you had to check if a bathroom was clean or the paper was stung? In a while, well, for, right? Yeah. For me, yeah. thank God it's been nine years. I don't know. How long for you, Ed? You guys have done this longer than I have. Uh, it's 12 years for me. It was 12 years ago that I got off the uh, corporate thing, you know. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, um, that was right around the time that you were kind enough to drive up. And uh, we had a cup of coffee together. Sharon, you remember? I remember. Now, yeah. I've been doing this for 15 years after I sold my business. Yeah. 15 I've been doing this. Mm-hmm. You'd think I'd. Yeah, no, you were very out. kind. <laughs> That's 36 years of BSC consulting service just yeah. amongst the three people sitting here. Because we always claim 150 years, but that's the whole trip. But just in doing this and providing advice, yeah, 36 years. And so I think that said, really, how about some more advice? I think it's Go. really cool that we have this partnership relationship where we can collaborate on things mm -hmm. as we're meeting with clients and you know i feel like somebody's got my back if i run into something with a customer that i'm not sure and i hope you all feel the same way so i think it's a great yeah. uh, partnership yeah works well, this whole group does a lot of lead sharing content sharing customer yeah. sharing helping each other and working for each other and as i've said mm -hmm. many times Ed and I consulted for each other and we're actively running our businesses. Right. So with that said, so where do we find some more leads? Again, Ed said in our part one, this is part two of lead roundtable, and these are suggestions and ideas of things to look for. We're not saying okay. they're going to work. We're just saying, look, look at these areas. Ed, go. Okay. Business association. Okay. That to me was a giant one. Business associations, it's almost universal how many things are uh, that people get together for, okay? And wherever there's business people, you want business cards and you want them to have business cards. And what you want is you want, what is the name of the person in charge of cleaning at your place? So business associations are a, a wonderful source. Let me give you another one. This one's worth an awful lot. Everybody's trying to get into, you know, BOMA and IFMA and all that stuff. And the fact of the matter is that our business, and you're not going to hear this from anybody else, but our business is very much dependent on commercial real estate development. And every single area where uh, there is a cleaning service, there is an economic development group, and it's free and open. And that's where you find out who's coming to town and who's building what, when. Mm. So that was a tremendous helpful. Now, the other thing is, every time I've done it, I was the only cleaning guy. Mm -hmm. I didn't have to compete with anybody. Right. 
Yeah, the I EDC was, can be very helpful, your Economic Development Council yeah. for your area. Yeah, that's where things are decided. And, uh, you know, there's some huge stuff that goes on in there, mm-hmm. you know. So I think it's very, very uh, effective uh, as a lead generator. And once again, uh, when it comes to all this outbound stuff, what you want to do is you want to be uh, somebody who gives more than they take. Good point. You want to elaborate on that, Ed, and then Sharon, you want to elaborate on that? That's in all of this on the outbound. I think we just need to spend a minute on that. Go ahead. I had an experience where there were these uh, uh, networking meetings, and they were called outright networking meetings. And this was before BNI or these uh, organized ones. And one of the things that always came out of that was a ton of information about what's going on. And just listening, okay, what you're doing is you're assembling information that can be helpful to somebody else. And if you're somebody that gives more than they receive, give you an example. On the phone with a friend, okay, he tells me, uh, he says, oh, how's it going? Oh, geez, you know, (laughs) I'm going nuts over here. You know, (laughs) I got land and I got money and I don't have a developer. All right. So 30 minutes later, I'm on the phone with another friend, and he just got hired by a gigantic development company. I said, so how's it going? He says, oh, man, we're desperate for a project. It's like, oh, hold on one second. <laughs> and by putting two people together, um, there was three buildings. One of them was Class A. And when it was offered, a, they had to call it a consulting fee because you can't, you can't collect uh, uh, commissions. Um, it was a consulting fee. And I just turned it down. I just said, look, keep your finder's fee. I just want to dump the trash and clean the bathrooms and clean the ashtrays. This is back when we had ashtrays. But uh, that's uh, an illustration of giving. Yeah, helping somebody else with something they need help with that doesn't benefit you. That's the widest description I can Every, use. Everybody, listen, there isn't anybody that isn't looking for something. Mm-hmm. You walk into a room full of business people, there isn't anybody that's not looking for something. Everybody is looking for something in a group of business people. And I can think of several instances, and I'm not going to go down all of them, where, like you, Ed, I was talking to somebody in one of our accounts. One thing led to another. I helped them do something. And the next thing I know, they say, you know, go talk to these folks down in Oregon. We'll give you an introduction. You've been helpful. The Mm -hmm. over and above sort. And I got a lot of business that way. And I know we have word of mouth in here somewhere or had it, but... It's doing something for someone and being of more value than just the thing that they hired you for. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. In the beginning, when those networking uh, meetings started, uh, one of one of the best ones was uh, somebody that was running as one of these groups, and uh, they said, "Look, here's the rules: don't spend more than one minute with everybody in the room, but make sure that you see everybody in the room. Mm-hmm. Get their card." Most important, find out what they're looking for. What do you need? Write it on the back of their card. And lots of times <laughs> you won't get out of the room before there's somebody that you're going to help with that information that you just got. All right. Okay. And look, it's not about getting as much as it is giving. Mm-hmm. Uh, giving, uh, it's always the right time and it's almost always appreciated. And I think we can't ever look past the benefit in the giving, but also for your business of networking. And I'm amazed oftentimes at how many people 
have ever done that, have always depended, I think our trend is to depend so much on inbound that we forget about the hard work we have to do with the outbound. The outbound is a lot harder. You have to give more effort and you have to show up. You have to be there. It all It isn't all done electronically. So I think the outbound gives you that opportunity for helping people that you don't get with the inbound. So I think we really need to pay attention to that. And Let's just, you know, since we've talked about this, it's been a couple of episodes, uh, but uh, think in terms of outbound as being a megaphone right. and inbound as being a magnet. Right. Okay, I, think I would add to that inbound is somebody answering something from somewhere. You have no control over that. When you're working on outbound, you're pulling and pushing, you're pushing the buttons and pulling the levers to make things happen. You're in control. You're meeting people. You're talking to people. You're giving something to people. You're doing something. You're speaking at an event. Whatever it is, you are in control and you're following up on that. And you're driving the process. When you are inbound, you are not driving the process. And inbound is basically driven by someone who needs something today, wants to buy something today. I've got a long explanation. I'm not going there. And you are subject to them coming to you where you want to be the driver, you want to fill that funnel, and you want to be thinking, what am I doing outbound? And that is very difficult for early on business owners because you've got so many things to do. And if you're driving connections, leads, networking, that takes time. So you always mm -hmm. have to balance, am I doing the right things to have enough, we'll just call them leads in the funnel that I have, can take action on in the next, we'll pretend 90 days is your mark. And you have to really focus on those things and decide where it's working for you. And I think we can wrap this portion up. There's chamber, there's executive clubs, there's community events. Up here in the Puget Sound, we have three or four different business events you can go to. Uh -huh. the, the business journal, Puget Sound Business Journal, they're all over the U.S., the business. They run events. Hit one of those and meet people. You know, there's a lot of things you can do to get your name out. Networking events. You can just look up networks nearest you. And there are also networking events that are done on Facebook as well now. And you can find and connect, but it's about connecting and providing value. So those are some, I'm trying to wrap this up. Those are some of the things that we have on our list. And Ed, I'm going to ask you a question looking down the magic list. How in the heck, I didn't change the word there, does a cleaning service conduct a free workshop for possible uh, clients to oh. get their interest and get them to come. Because you've got, got to conduct I, workshops, I, pay to I, free. I, this one, I got one, okay? That's why I'm and asking. This, this was brilliant. This was really brilliant. A young couple, new business, uh, and they were both personal fitness trainers, okay? So they get a contract, and then they're setting up exercise classes for the tenants. Absolutely brilliant. And they did well. They did real well with that. Okay. And what they did was they took something that they were interested in, okay, that they were active in and brought it into the building. And it just happened to be something that would fit. But I thought that was beautiful. You know, I thought that was beautiful. So workshops can be, you know, it doesn't all have to be about cleaning. Okay. Uh, do you have any specialized expertise? Can you authoritatively speak about something? 
Okay. And, and if you're an entrepreneur, of, there's a lot of things you have expertise in if you're running your own business. That's right. You know, and I mean, it doesn't all have to be wonderful either. Um, there was another one where there was a, and it was a salesman that started this, but it was a divorce group, you know, newly divorced people in business. It's like, oh, okay. Wow. That's great. That's great. So what's giving more than you're taking. If you've got a lot of business experience, run a workshop for small businesses in your area talking about just what we're doing here. And you can do it in this format as well. I'm going to take a quick jump because I want to share this before I forget it. And I did not do this, but my coach, Martin Howie, who I worked with for the last eight years, he's coached a lot of cleaning services and general B2B business services along his career. And we were taught, I did not do this, but I know a couple of people who did. And I'm going to move from a workshop to an event and just throw this out here and think about it. But he used to have owners go and introduce themselves to the general manager, we'll say of the office depot. Okay. And here's what the offer to them. So you're going to help, you're going to help and you're going to give. Then I thought this was brilliant. A lot of people have driven a lot of traffic this way. So you meet with the general manager there and they ask what you want. And they say, well, I would like you to co-sponsor an event with me. Okay. Well, what do you want? They get a lot of this stuff anyway. So they're used to this stuff. So they say, what do you want? What do you want to do? Say, look, I want to work with you. I want us to pay to bring a shredder, a truck shredder into the parking lot. And I want you to advertise it to your clients. I'll advertise it to my prospects. We'll split the cost. It drives people, one, to Office Depot, right? And secondly, you're providing a service to prospects and people you're trying to get in your own clients by having the shredder there. And people just bring everything they want to shred. It's free. They put it in. Well, guess what you're doing? You're talking to them who's coming. You're finding out who they are, what they're doing. And it's all been an invitation. And you can run those invitations in the local paper. You can do direct. And I know people that he's worked with that have literally driven hundreds of thousands of dollars of business doing that, both one time and recurring. And so what are they given? Well, it's tough. Everybody has to get rid of shredded paper if you're in business. I mean, you've got confidential information. It costs money to go do that or have a truck. I know we used to bring the trucks in to clear the stuff out of the warehouses that were dead paper. And you've provided something. You've gotten connected with the person there in the community. And when you're in that parking lot, you get a whole lot of attention from everybody driving through, some favorable, some not so favorable, but people want to know what you're doing. So there's just a thought about how to create an event and partner with somebody else who has that space. And they're happy to do it because, you know, 40, 50 people come, they're right there. And it builds both businesses in giving back and helping somebody before you ever ask for something. That's just one of the things that I know he used to help yeah. people do. I think that's all part of the branding besides, you know, the giving back, but getting your name out. There were ways, I think there are many companies that have, many of our listeners perhaps, have a residential division as well as a commercial division. And we used mm -hmm. to do a lot of cross-marketing. And, and I would always tell my residential people, you've got a database of people that a commercial company would love to have because mm -hmm. you have all these people who work somewhere. And so we would leave our cards on the home of our residential on the kitchen table offering them a discount or a special pricing 
if they referred us to, to a commercial client. So mm-hmm. they work somewhere. And we got a lot of referral business. We did it likewise with our commercial clients. We would leave a little card on their desk saying, your office is being sanitized and disinfected and cleaned by mm-hmm. blah, 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 phone service. Because you're a VIP customer, we are going to offer you special pricing on your residential on cleaning your home. So picked up a lot of business that way. So when you offer both segments, you can cross market to them using one segment with the other. Mm-hmm. It works. Mm-hmm. That's, it does work. Yep. It does work. I won't go into the detail. You know, we did once, we found a partner that details cars and we got them to buy in that we could discount their services because they were basically getting free marketing and advertising. We would go to our client and say, hey, we want to do this. What would you think? And basically it was bring the detailer in and we put the cards out and they would run it through the community and uh, offer that. Well, it drives that other person's business. But all of a sudden you're a hero because you've brought something in at a nice discount to get a service done that they can use personally. And there's a number of things other than car detailing you can do like that. And I'm not going to go into the strategy and all of that. But again, think of things that you can do to drive people to help them, to talk well about you, and at the same time, people that could possibly be customers. And we wound up cleaning an executive's garage and doing something and wound up with the account <laughs> mm-hmm. of all things. You just never know. So, you have you to brand constantly and constantly. And be you've got to be creative. This is an overly competitive industry. I mean, it's probably as bad as restaurants as far as being competitive. And you've got to think of ways to generate, find people and do things that make you unique and memorable. So this is some of the stuff we're throwing out here to get you to think about. Back to you, Ed. Let me bring something up. Talking about the networking meetings, I know that there are people that are uncomfortable approaching and speaking with strangers. Okay. The fact of the matter is they're not thinking about you. They're thinking about themselves. Excellent point. They are not thinking about you at all. Okay. Uh, you've, you've got to do something special. You've got to have like all your teeth covered with spinach or yeah. something uh, in order for it not to work. Uh, but the thing is that, you know, an extended hand, uh, and a friendly smile is generally not going to be uh, uh very difficult with a little bit of practice. It takes a little bit of practice, but practice speaking to strangers. I know that there's folks that have a terrible time with that. Well, cold calling. Oh, how dreadful. Well, one of the uh, excuses is I'm just not comfortable. And what they're not comfortable with is speaking with a stranger, is starting up a conversation and speaking with a stranger. This is what's so fun about these roundtables. So Ed's talking about that. Sharon was talking about something else. And it reminded me public speaking or presentation, and it depends on where you are in your career and what your skill sets are. Something everybody can use, and it's extremely cheap. If you have, not I'm not saying trouble, or you're a little shy about getting into those areas, go to your local Toastmasters club. I oh. think it's like 60, 120 bucks a year, and they will teach you how to speak. And I thought, well, what do I need that for? And a friend of mine who is an eloquent speaker, he does auctions and everything else. He's got his own company. He actually went and said, boy, did I get a lot out of that. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you're reticent, 
to speak in public or you're reticent when you get on one-on-one -on -one in those situations to pitch, hey, go spend a few months at a Toastmasters club. They're not expensive. They're extremely local. And you can sharpen your game and build your confidence. So you want to drive more business, learn how to speak better, present yourself, and pitch. So that's just, Ed and Sharon, you made me exactly. think of Good advice. Yeah. Yeah. Great advice. Great advice. Yeah. Great advice. It's not expensive. Scrub down a recap of what was covered on today's episode. Okay. I think we covered like uh, the real important ones here. Yeah. Uh, yep. Well, maybe email marketing. That that would be uh, that would working be yeah. partnerships. Mm -hmm. That's a long thing. Affiliate partnerships, working with other people to build each other's businesses, back end, front end. What's that? You're, I make this up. They're a landscaper. You're a cleaner. You both share the same customer. Get together and introduce one another and help build each other's businesses. Again, there's strategic ways to do that. Referral program. I always remember the thing in Dale Carnegie when I was teaching in that afar, ask for a referral. I've never mm -hmm. forgotten those words. Afar, ask for a referral. Every time you've done something, helped your customer, check with a referral. Check with a referral for either someone they can introduce you to or how you can get more business from them. Special promotions. Well, uh, I think this is a great conversation. Yeah. My opinion. Okay. We've In given you way. tons of ideas for lead generation and where to go to find accounts. I think the number one takeaway that both inbound and outbound marketing work. One, you work harder physically. I mean, you have to do more. And the other one, you wait for that to happen. That's the magnet that comes to your, your business. Mm -hmm. So you have to get creative with your website and your messaging and your advertising to make that work. And the outbound, you have to do the work, be the megaphone for your company, the branding. Everything mm -hmm. you do is branding for your company. Good That's or bad. Good or bad. Yep. Oh. Yeah, remember the uh, killer carpet cleaners? Which yeah. one? No. Well, no, it happened a bunch of times. Though. Yeah. Mm. Murderers. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could go into triple Z carpet cleaners. We won't go there. And as Sharon wrapped us up, I did want to mention, Sharon definitely is an SME in here. I believe you won a national award for your marketing and branding from a little place called BSCAI one year, didn't you? I did. Yes, I did. Gosh, I thought I forgot wrong. You waited too long. You would let me hang it. So you yeah, got a national award for doing that. I okay. I think with all that said, we're going to say this is the end of the lead roundtable part two. Adios. We'll see you all later. Thank, thanks for listening. Don't forget Bye. to subscribe and our lead ins to all of our podcasts. So thanks again. Take care. Love being out here with you guys.